It's the Tiltcast, episode 435, Bro It Out. Yeah, buddy. And this week, guys, we talk more Re-Reckoning, Star Renegades, Wasteland 3, and more NVIDIA news. Stay tuned. For more of Jason's boob, bro. Eh, not bad. Internet delay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the Tiltcast, and we're back. Oh, yeah. It is 9.40 p.m. Yeah. on a really shitty day. Yeah. When it is 9.11. Today is 9.11. I will... Uh, we'll talk about that for just a half second, but yeah. before we do all of that, uh, I'm Nas. I'm Rusty. I'm Jason. And... You're going to hear about, uh, well, it's an M-rated show, so just be prepared for about 30 minutes of bullshit. Some games, some news. Um, Night's Weird Night. We may be a slightly abridged version of the tilt cast. Yeah, we'll do what we can. Rusty died and came to life. His vampire ass woke up like an hour later than normal. I didn't have plans for that, but it happened that way. Even so, I mean... I still only got three and a half hours of sleep. So if I woke up when I was supposed to, I only had two and a half hours of sleep. And I'd be a zombie vampire. And have have you ever seen a zombie vampire? No, but I know people that go to sleep on time. They're they're constantly (laughs) conflicted. They want to either eat your brains or bite your neck. One of the two. But it has something to do with, like, from the shoulders up. Yeah, um... We'll dig into the whys, but um, Jason is going to be remote today. So, until we figure a few things out, and then uh, hopefully have Jason back soon. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, guy. Hi. <laughs> Jason's been over there slumbering with his sideways tits in his bed. <laughs> um, claiming they're not tits, but very visibly that shadow is a C-cup shadow. At least. At least with his weird sideways man tits. Hey, I am... I, I have I have that, very that little to say. That was all an optical illusion. I'm less than an A. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> I'm biting I, my tongue. I literally no. cannot say a damn thing. My, uh... I, I have put other i've i've put girls to shame it's it's side effect of being fatty so i uh, uh, i'm just saying it, it looks like jason like no like he, he, he was wear, he could wear a bro today well he could die, oh man yeah for sure i'll he, i'll lend he, you one he could he could bro it out i could i could lend you one jason try it on see how it fits <laughs> Rusty, why the hell are you sleeping three and a half hours? I'm yeah, just going to ask that. So, the uh, thing about uh, vampire hours. No, no, no. Vampire hours. Like, seriously, it's not It's not that. It's it's not that. I, I deal with that any other day and get plenty of sleep. Um, it's, uh, it, it was uh, shipping day. Uh, so... That was the thing. I didn't want any of my boxes to bounce off my door. So, I mean, I talked about this a little last week, uh, but I am building a new battle station uh, for, uh, you know, for myself using uh, upgraded parts and, you know, and getting that in. And the majority of the parts came in yesterday, but the case, which was kind of a big deal for me, 
um, kind of the uh, the the uh, capstone for everything really required. Uh, I needed that case this weekend, and if it bounced off my door and went back, you know, for a second delivery, that would have sucked hard. So, uh, so right now, I have all the parts, but I had to sacrifice a lot of sleep for it. But it made me stay up, and I was able to game in the meantime. So I was able to play some uh, some games. That's good. But, you know, I'm, caffeine's required at the moment. I had well, the... In, in that respect, you did better than I did. Yeah. To these guys' credit, um, I put some crunch on both of them. Um, Jess wanted to come in town, bought her a plane ticket, flew her in. I haven't seen her in two months, and I said, guys... We cannot be doing this till one in the morning tonight. I know, uh, and and you know it just didn't happen. Like I've got, I, I've got parts, you know, for. Well, we got stuff for podcast stuff too. Yeah, but I, got, I think next week when I don't, when it's just me here. Yeah, we can fucking do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, it it's gonna it's gonna be next week, but yeah, we we got a different soundboard. We're gonna test out, um, even though they haven't had the best of. Uh, reputations. We're going with the Behringer soundboard, uh, and versus the Mini Yamaha um, that I have right now. Yeah, b- versus the Mini Yamaha. Uh, the Mini Yamaha is going to be a good backup in case the Behringer decides to take a dump on us. I ain't selling it right away. I'm going to keep it for about three or four months before we make any hard decisions. Right. Well, I think we should probably I would like just keep it. Period. Yeah. Hold on to it. You know, just in case. It's always good to have a soundboard. If the soundboard decided to die on us, and that that's a major issue for our setup right now. So we we need to have some kind of redundancy there. But the uh, I'm hoping that the sound quality for uh, for all of the mics gets you know equalized a little bit honestly, more. Honestly, what it is is we have one mic without compression, and we don't have a separate in for Skype. Right. So as we've started to modernize the cast just a wee bit, um, having an actual line in for Skype and not relying on a headphone splitter, yeah, um, ran through a completely different system, which is not a soundboard. It is a headphone amplifier. It's a, it's a headphone amplifier. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best. Uh, best that's setup. A, that's how we. Uh, that's how we. Uh, you know jackass rig this thing to make it work yeah it's it's not the best setup and the uh i mean from the back end it's bare we can barely hear jason when he talks yeah and it's it does make things a little bit difficult it, sometimes. it still records properly but because there's gain loss on all of the splits it, that that's what causes it so i mean hopefully well, our our skype game gets improved you yeah. know what i so Last night, so Jessica got here at like, I picked her up last night about 7.30, right? And then we got here, had some, I'm going to say, so I broke my diet a little bit. Oh, yeah? We decided to go, it was on the way, so we went to Carabas, and I'm going to shit on Carabas for just a second. Oh, okay. You can do that. Um, we've been there before, and it was it was not bad for, you know, medium class Italian food. Yeah. Um, we got... I went basic and just wanted spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, of course, basic. And, yeah, it was super basic. Super basic. Like bitch. I was just gonna. I was just. I hadn't had pasta in a while, right? You just. You just like they, what they kind of pasta? Me, they gave like the worst dish. <laughs> they gave me. It was like I got always saved noodles. I got 
two pounds of them, about like half a cup of sauce for that, and three meatballs. I mean, like it would fill you up if you ate nothing but fucking pasta, but there was no fucking flavor, man. Well, you know. And then she got fucking chicken that was raw in the middle, so like. Oh, that's nasty. So, like, my cheat meal like got super fucked. You don't, you don't so get mad. You don't get chicken that's rare, dude. dude that's you would have been better off going to Zio's. Uh, no shit. Yeah, like, the bread was good. Um, but I mean, the manager took care of us. And, you know, at least at the very least. But we were we were saying, you know, like, we felt so old because the guy comes up to the table and she thought it was the busboy, but it was the restaurant manager. Oh, jeez, like. He couldn't have grown a mustache if he wanted to. Oh, wow. Like, he looked like somebody... He had, like, a little boy's haircut. How's... And he was... He looked like he might have been 19. Oh, my God. I was just like... And, you, and, and we were literally just like, just give us 10% off. Like, we don't need the full meal. You know, they count for a whole plate. Oh, like, well, I mean... Well, whatever. Raw chicken is kind of a big deal. I mean, I, I can understand them saying, well... Your your spaghetti was like the value meal serving size. You know, you you get what you pay I for. I still paid thirty bucks. Oh fuck, dude! I could have made you spaghetti for thirty bucks. Well, she's gonna make me some low carb lasagna, and since she's Italian, it'll be fucking delicious. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, she next time and... you get a hankering for spaghetti, let me know because I make my own fucking sauce. She does too. I mean, I don't do any of this canned bull or this fucking jarred like ragu bullshit i i make my own fucking sauce and it's good we did so that was our poor experience with a cheat meal because she's also been dieting and exercising too yeah and which kind of put a sour taste in her mouth and so she decided she's like hey give me your card i'm gonna go grocery shopping i'm just gonna go get a bunch of stuff i'm gonna cook a whole bunch of food so i mean there you go started off with chili today that's great um she made some kind of weird olive dip thing to dip my pork rinds in which is pretty great oh yeah um so so far, I'm I'm all right. All the right. thing that I got a little bit better at is uh, she passed out 11:30 last night. She's an hour ahead of me. Uh huh. And she got me started on Cobra Kai on Netflix. Ah. So I know Jason, you talked about Cobra Kai before, right? Yep. I it's started great. last night at 10 o'clock, and I am on episode 10 of season one. Jeez. I watched four episodes, and she's like, you know, pro tip, like, I've already, like, watched this, so if you watch more, I'm not going to be mad, kind of thing. She just wanted to get me started on it, because she knows, she's like, this is fucking awesome, I don't know why you wouldn't watch this. Right. So I did, and then I just really, I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, like, there's so many little surprises about that show. Yeah. Uh, Have you watched it, Rusty? No. Um, You should. Short version of it, it's just, it's literally the same actors. Yeah, I I understand the premise of it. It's you, know, but it's it's them thirty years later, right? Okay. Which which kind of like and it mirrors on... us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it let it me, really does. Let me put it this way: halfway through season one, you feel sorry for Johnny. Johnny's more the main focus, but um, Daniel is also a focus as well. It's it's a focus on where they're at now. 30 years later, but it still deals a lot with karate. I'll just say that much. But it it does a really good job of putting a lot of emphasis on uh, Johnny, how shitty his life got, and then how much he's trying to change it positively. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of cheese in it, but the cheese is really good. 
It is really good. Like I, it, I it is high quality Wisconsin cheese. Yeah, and I, I didn't know if I would like it. Right, like I'm a big fan of the Karate Kid. I know it's a cheesy ass movie, but it was something I really grew up with. Right. So. Oh yeah, one and two are actually still really watchable films. But it's just they they kind of it's not a gross modern spin on it. But they reference a lot of stuff in the movie to, like, the scenes. I mean... And then, like, completely build off some of that stuff to kind of create a completely different perspective on the things that happen in the movies. I don't know, man. I'm one of those kids that grew up trying to do the crane kick. I mean... Hey, I can still do the crane kick. I mean... I, I, I'm I, doing I, yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I got to balance on one leg all the time. I don't... I don't think I could... I don't think I could do... The, the crane kick without breaking something, like it, either in my world or on my you know, person. At some point when, you know, us dudes decide to really dig into this, we just need to do the visual version of this show. I don't know, man. Because I feel like my comedy is more physical sometimes than it is. Well, I mean, I have a very expressive face. I but... don't think it would go wrong. I don't. I don't think that people would be averse to three jackasses being on camera. Like, I mean, Twitch exists, so there's a thing. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I mean, have you watched most of YouTube? I mean, yeah, that and and no. we're not we're not fucking we're not fucking annoying. At least I don't think so. We're not like the PewDiePie crowd, right? Well, we're not like all the YouTubers that kind of tried to follow in that same style of weird humor that he has, right? We don't no, do reaction videos and like the the wow challenge bullshit and you know yeah, you that's know. sad. So I actually so I do watch a handful of reaction videos, but yeah. it's to music. Oh, yeah. Well, so I've been watching like playthroughs of things and then watching people's reaction videos. That's that's different. That's um, different. I no. This is this is like. But the the gaming reaction videos is just the, like the YouTuber reaction videos, so like TikToks and shit like that. You like know that, that is that's more obnoxious. It, it is. It's it's all the fuck over the place too. So and it's it's it bothers it bothers me, but I mean I understand where you're coming from. Like I have over the last I don't know probably you know week and a half spent more time watching like random youtube videos just like tech tubers not just the you know like the big ones of course you know linus gets his you know gets his views and whatnot but i'm watching like people who are doing like science style stuff with computers like down to like thermocouples and like People who do, you know, people who solder shit on the boards and test them and shit, you know? That's the kind of stuff that I was getting into this last week. I've been trying, the the close, I mean, they're real reaction videos. I watch a couple of YouTubers that do reaction videos to music to understand. Honestly, it's because they'll pick bands or albums that they've never listened to. Mm -hmm. And then they'll start listening to it on the channel and then kind of give like a short review afterwards. And those to me are kind of helpful. I'm, I've talked about this on the show. I'm really trying to continue to challenge myself to, to find like something new to listen to monthly mm-hmm. that isn't in my regular rotation. I, I may have said it on the show, but I think one thing that will kill your music taste is if you get stuck in the trap of always listening to the same stuff you grew up with. You form your music taste when you're a teenager, if you like music, right? Yeah. And to me, Music's super important to me. To me, 
if you don't continue to grow that taste, right, into more th- and more things, right? Yeah. And not even genre specific. Like you end up becoming stale, and I think it's also a sign of being an adult and no longer growing or learning again. Yeah. I don't know why I got so Mr. Rogers with this. Wow. Yeah, you but, went deep. But the same thing, I mean, can go for anything, right? Like we stop learning. Mm-hmm. When we decide we stop learning, we stop growing, right? right. So, anyways, Dude, off that tangent, holy I was shit. trying to be funny for a second, and I just went off a tangent. Yeah, you were like, okay, if you don't like like expand your horizons, you are dead to me. It's funny. <laughs> I, so I do. It's been a day of a lot of like weirdly deep conversations, right? Like half my job is talking. Oh yeah. All right. I work in a training department for a Fortune 200 company. And I also talk to people that are really pissed off sometimes, right? Right. And so I started talking to uh, an author, um, right, that was like one of those like motivational speakers that decided they wanted to do, um, they wanted, they weren't, they were talking about like, what do you, where did you stop, right? And I think he meant it as a slight. And then I kind of flipped it on its head, right? And I was like, well, I'm study money. My fiance is the one that's the risk taker right now that's trying to flip houses. And that's how I'm doing it as smartly as I can. Right. Because I can't. This isn't the 50s where I can just risk it all and then make it back quickly. Right. So same thing with this thing, right? Like we've got stable jobs and imagine and do this as a hobby. If we can flip this mm, to yeah. something where we can do this more full time. Yeah. Anybody gives us some ideas that's in advertising, etc. Yeah, that is that's not where our talent. Our talent is the talent. Our talent is not the promotion. Let's tell, <laughs> let me just lay that out. <laughs> right, we, you know, there's there's but the closest thing I've ever come to promotion is posting flyers on fucking light poles. Uh, hey, well, I not only that, but I mean, by the by the time we were really starting to uh, get to the point where we were wanting to pour that much effort into it to try to turn it into a business that's when the that's when we had the kids move in and all that started and my time went to junk so free time trying to push any of that or set any of that up just kind of quickly evaporated for all of us yeah yeah hold on a second I'm a kid. <sighs> Dog, look, I love you too, but I'm going to need you to fucking sit down, please. Rusty, Rusty's about to crack. I I mean, Lola the Wonder Pup is, like, not being a great podcast dog right now. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really kind of want to, you know, make, you know, make something more of this. But, man, I am the I am the worst, worst person for, like, social media. I tried. Oh, boy, did I try. I looked at Twitter and I'm I said, the- nope. <laughs> yeah. And to put it in perspective, I'm working about 55-hour weeks right now. Yeah. So it's – we uh, – and then the virus hit right as we were getting a lot of other things set up. So we've been doing a crazy job of keeping the ball rolling <laughs> as I have the squirming dog. It's hard to keep a straight face when, when Lola's like... See, this is like, the kind of stuff you have on YouTube. Yeah. Lola's... I've got this, uh, 
35 pound not a puppy in my lap trying to calm and, and she's like I'm twitching like, i'm sitting here going sleep <laughs> and, and she's just spreading her legs for rusty it, it's not right it's it's not i mean she just she and jumps just, and just staring it out she's like did you get enough all right cool all right so uh, yeah to to get back on the topic um to get to uh to where we want to be, I mean, we're going to need a, a, another skill set. And I think that's a skill set I don't think all any of us have. Um, <sighs> I blocked her off one way and she snaked her way up the other side. Hi. She's like, let me kiss the bike. She is literally kissing the mic right now. Can you? Can you please? Can you? I, I mean. This is how normal our lives are, guys. Yeah, we've we've got a pup that won't leave us alone when we record. The thumping is the tail hitting the wall, by the way. You can um, see it. I, I beat this animal relentlessly. Yeah, oh, and she's vicious, like totally vicious. Absolutely vicious. Oh, she, so the, the meanest pit bull that ever lived. I mean... She will. Uh, she will attack your fucking lap. The only thing she's lab. mean with is my sound levels. Holy fuck! <laughs> Speaking of her, <laughs> she thumps her fucking head on the table, dude. All right. Speaking so... of her, there's some of the other things that have happened this week is mm-hmm. you know I had to go pick up Jess and I don't get to leave very often. Little dog's starting to get a little bit more aggressive lately, and it's been been a chore. Hopefully, none of this is coming through. Do we want to, guys? We will be right back. Yeah. guys we are back yeah a very brief respite there is uh the dog slightly unplugged the uh, soundboard yeah you know that's we uh, discussed some uh, future wiggle butt plans yes to um manage the possible disaster of the dog unplugging the soundboard as we are recording you know uh cable management with any type of like you know set up like this oh my god it's fucking a nightmare dude <laughs> it, well and it doesn't help cable management when, you know, you do have an older house and one of your outlets doesn't exactly um, hold on to whatever you plug into it. Yeah. Yeah. You could get, there's, there's a couple different solutions to that kind of thing. Um, but just getting a, a newer outlet that has, I guess, you know, a, a stronger plug to it. It's that that'll help quite a bit um but I mean, things are just spring-loaded prongs in there i mean what what we were running into if 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 you heard i'm probably going to edit out as much of it as i can because you know magic but um there was some static and it was just from a loose cable you know so that's and that wasn't from the wall that was that was on the setup so yeah it's not ideal but we will work it out <clears throat> But um, going back to what I was saying earlier, um, Cobra Kai. Yeah, really think you should check it out. I, I'm not the type that would normally watch like a, you know, like a, an American drama kind of thing. Yeah, but it's based on the fucking Karate Kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I and, and it and does it a really its, good job. <laughs> and it has its genuinely quirky, funny moments too. 
Yeah. I, like I said, I strongly recommended it it's when a, I first talked about it. It's an it's an R. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of figured that's what it, I'm getting at. Like it, it grew up with its audience. Right. Well, that's that's good because I don't think we are its target market. Like, yeah. I mean, sure. hardcore. We are its target market. Sure. How many times have I crane kicked a fucking dandelion? Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Did you really think Ralph Macchio was going to try to sell himself to a bunch of millennials? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, and I th- I really, really, really relate to the fact, this is going to sound bad, but <laughs> just Johnny's character just keeps calling everybody a fucking pussy. Like, I mean... all the time. <laughs> Dude, he's yes. got some he's got some anger issues but he doesn't deal with any kind of weakness that that's i mean at all in character um in fact like the first the first time he starts teaching some of the kids it's not much of a spoiler i mean he just tells them repeatedly don't be a fucking pussy i mean it's just there's a whole lot more to it and that really spoils nothing right there's a whole lot more to it than that but just the fact that he's all about a self-made man, right? Like he doesn't want to take an excuse for shit. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't take excuses either, right? Like you either fuck up or you don't, right? And I relate so hard to that. I mean, he's to a comical degree, right? But right. you know, I mean, it, you are with uh, as much you are with as much as you can put into it, right? And I know that's not always a popular opinion, but. Hey, you are what you put into it. Sometimes we get lucky, but the way they, if you never uh, do nothing, you ain't... I gotta quit with the fucking quotes. Oh my god, you are like going super deep on me. I had to me. cut myself off. They, cut me off. To to really kind of sum it up, they kind of... Teach uh, me, Sensei. <laughs> he, watching, watching him in, in this, in that first season, is kind of like... Uh, watching jesse pinkman with karate not a bad comparison Uh, same kind not the same premise at all same kind of themes just the vice is alcohol instead of meth (laughs) okay i mean there's that so without spoiling any further um it gets it gets 4.8 for me it's it and i'm only almost done with the first season i mean oh dude second season's better just and i and like I stayed up to like two in the morning last night watching it, uh-huh. and then I had to wake up early today, and then watched it on my lunch break. And actually, while I was waiting on Rusty, I watched two more episodes. Uh, that tells you how long it takes me to get here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I watched one, and then Lola was snoozing next to me. Like there ain't other people here. Like Lola's just a little cuddle bug, um, and I just cranked on another one i was like man i'm just gonna keep going it's easy to binge watch these things that's kind of the only way that i watch shows anymore um which you know like the boys just came out but me and jess uh, were talking about that we're like fuck watching this on fridays i'm gonna wait till it's done i watched the first four episodes of season two because that that was what was available that's what's available and then there's another one tonight right i think there's another one tonight um but i think where it led, uh, where it ended off on the fourth episode is good for me for the next four weeks. <laughs> so you can watch four in a row, again. R- right? Um, the uh, 
the the boys season two is actually really fucking good uh i i mean i enjoyed the the first season but of course it's a lot of like this is the world this is the setup now it's starting to get into the meat of all the changes and all the like all the fuckery that's happening in that world oh my god it's it's starting to get good speaking of uh anything else jason what have you been up to <laughs> like literally anything uh to be honest bunch of boring ass shit i haven't really uh really played any video games this week at all for the most part the uh this last week was the first week that um all the children really had um school school focus every day uh last week was just kind of is you it know, like the weird? Is it like half virtual? Show you how to access the modules, etc. Yeah, so it's all virtual. Yeah, it's all virtual for them. Bummer. Um, I've seen. Have so, you seen the memes of uh, all the? It's like the people with kids versus the people not with kids. Yeah, lately. Yeah, I'm definitely in the uh, the lucky camp right now, as the so, uh, the kiddo uh, is old enough to take care of herself with this stuff. So, She's a senior. For the most part, when when Crystal and I have gotten home this week, it's been one of us focusing on dinner while the other one focuses on uh, trying to get the kids' schoolwork done. And then once dinner's done, both of us focusing on it. So it's un- until we kind of find a rhythm that's kind of dominating the evenings at this point. Rusty's over here trying to ignore the dog, and the dog is just getting more and more interested. It's like, I'm just going to put my hands here. And she's like, I'm just going to jump on your lap. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, Rusty, do you feel raped right now? (laughs) I just got launched into. (laughs) This happens every week. Every week, Lola creeps up, and then eventually she's got to jump all the way onto his face. Got to get an ear. She's she's happy now. I see the face of contentment. I think that, that's, so that was, that's all she wanted. Yeah. Like at one point, her crotch was practically in your face, dude. It's the... I don't, I like, don't even know where my monitor went. Do you, do you feel <laughs> like your own earbud right out of my head? <laughs> oh, there it is. What did you say, Jason? Do you feel like you're owed dinner now, Rusty? <sighs> I mean, she did lick his ears. I, she licked my ear. She she licked the ear that had the still uh, the earbud still in it. So I escaped a wet willy, but now I got a slobbery fucking earbud. <laughs> She's content now. That's She's, all she. That's needed. all she wanted. That's yeah. all she wanted from me is just to jump up and say hi, like directly into my nose. Um, <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta let it happen. That's that's what happened last week, and that's what will happen every week from now on, because now it's a routine. Love she's, this she, dog. She's learning. I mean, I talked about it last week. I taught her to sit finally, so. Yeah. I mean, basically, I... <laughs> the one thing I've taught her. I, it's, <laughs> I come here and sort of fetch. It's it's fetch than chase. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? You do what you do. <laughs> I mean, she's 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 got... She's special. She's a very special dog. I love her. I love her to death. That's just I get my dog fix every time I get here. And then I go home and I have to like 
clean the slobber off of everything, like my hands and everything. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, uh, you know, you, you were talking about games and I know Jason really didn't get a uh, whole I've opportunity, got, but I've, I've got, got, I've got two. What do you got? Um, I probably have one of the same ones as you do. Well, let's just start with that. What is that? Uh, that would be Star Renegades. Did um, you play it off Game Pass? I played it off Game Pass because I was smart. And I'm just going to give you guys a pro tip. Like, if I feel like every game I want to play just ends up Pass. on Game Pass soon. Yeah. And this is the one time I jumped the gun because I really like massive damage. They did um, Halcyon 6. Yep. And I played a shitload of that when it came out. And I've been hearing about Star Renegades for about two or three years. And it finally released. And I was like, it's my lunch break. I'm going to pick it up. And 12 hours later, it launched on Game Pass. Yeah. 12 fucking hours later. That was rough. Um, yeah, I saw you say that you picked up Star Renegades and then said, fuck it. I did a fuck it just hit, uh, hit Game Pass. And I'm like, oh, it's on Game Pass. Uh, so, because uh, it was on my wish list, because you had brought it up to me a couple, uh, like, probably a month or two ago. Uh, and watched the trailer, and I said, wow, that looks really good. Uh, and, of course, I mean, the trailer doesn't have anything to do with the gameplay, but the trailer was, you know, it was done in kind of like an anime, you know, pixel art anime style, which is Well, like, the actual opening of the game is a short anime film. Right, yeah. So, you know, so that, you know, that caught my attention, and then I realized what kind of, like, gameplay it was, and I said, well, this this might this might do because it's it, it is a strategy roguelike uh with um it's surprisingly deep actually it's it's got a lot of different systems in it uh so it's got like an active time uh active combat scale uh that is the primary focus of the game really is the yeah, is the active combat scale uh because if your characters go before the enemy characters, they will crit. And if they, if the enemy characters go before your character, your the enemy will crit you. So you have to do what you can to push their turn back farther on the bore, bar, the active time bar, so that you can get more crits in and try to either delay or completely negate uh, an enemy's attack and they will fucking destroy you if you don't do this you, yeah you have this is like the central part of the game is you know managing that time bar i want to back up for just a second so like basically here's what it is so yeah. it's a roguelike right yeah and it's got an the roguelike part is they've got this goofy time manipulation story or alternate universe thing right and so you're trying to prevent the same thing over and over again, and you're getting basically ultimate as many attempts as possible. But you're growing stronger every time you attempt the game. And there, it looks like there's four levels, basically, right? Yeah. And it's like three planets and a spaceship, you know, I guess, which is like the boss level. But every time you do it, it's randomized. And then you've got different currency that carries over after every run. So the in-run currency is actually money. Right. And you use that in between planets. but Correct. the Credits. Credits, yeah. And then out of run is you've got some kind of like... Intel. Intel. You've got three currencies, right? Intel. You've got the um, the other points that unlock characters. And then you've got the other points that unlock weapons. And so... She's just not done today. 
You gotta watch that paw. Watch that paw. There she goes. But so what it does is after you finish your run, based on who you beat and what you did, you get it some of that currency carryover. And when you unlock a weapon, um, it's it'll unlock a starter version of that weapon on the characters that it can equip it. Oh. And then it'll also um, let you continue to find better versions of that weapon on the run. I don't know how far you got, and I'll get into that here in a second, but I got through to the third world so far. It also has, this is going to sound crazy, but let's say you're in the middle of a fight with a boss. Like, there's a ton of mini-bosses. If you don't beat them, but you get close, they can retreat. You've got one round to beat them at that point. And if they retreat, it's the nemesis system. And the next round, they have, like, mutations, essentially, where they can, like, they'll have additional abilities and additional strengths. <laughs> Rusty is having a time over there. I'll, uh, if you'll, uh... No, no, continue, continue. I was going to say, fine. if you pass the dog, I'll let you continue. No, you're fine. So, <laughs> relentless. I've I tried so she, hard. She she loves me. She just loves me. Continue. So, I've gotten through the second world and onto the third. In fact, right now, I'm in the middle of a run that I had to save yesterday. I haven't played it all today because um, I just had so much going on. But um, it'll let you save and quit in the middle of a run, which I think is great because the runs actually start to get kind of long. A start? Yeah, I... I'm on a two and a half hour run right now. Uh, start. Okay, so, I mean, not, not to break this up, I have to ask this question because uh, it, it needs to be asked. How long was your first run? Uh, 20 minutes. Oh my god. I got fucking destroyed. I'm on four and a half hours on my first run. I haven't even used any of the current currency you're talking about. I just know that I got that currency from defeating certain enemies, but I don't know what it's used for because I never got to that point. Oh, I'm so on the good. third world with like five characters and I am I had to save and quit because I was going to continue playing it and but at that time I looked at the clock and I said, well, if I go to sleep right now, I maybe get four hours of sleep. And then UPS knocked on the door. So so you, you're going to get a lot of unlocks from that? I'm going to get a fuckload of unlocks from that. I mean, if, from, but the, from but, what I understand, I don't know. I, don't, I literally cannot tell you what that system is that you're talking about for unlocks because I haven't got there yet. After playing it for a good four hours, at least four hours, uh, you know, just, you know, messing around with it. I kind of got the combat, obviously, because I survived four fucking plan or four hours worth of pl uh, playing. And that's, I mean, that's a, a good amount of combat. Like, that's, that's the thing. The story's kind of light. You know, it doesn't necessarily tell you a whole lot. It's because you're still on your first run. But... Oh, it actually opens up more story when you die? Oh, yes. Wonderful. Um, there's apparently it... 45 characters. There's alternate versions of the characters. 45? Yeah. 
there's a whole bunch of alternate versions and like super versions of the characters. Super versions? That would be nice. So what it does is it does this thing where you basically have, you have this little robot named Justin. Yeah. And, and he has three charges, which means he can unlock three sections of the map every day. And you usually have three days before you go to the next thing. Each one of these sections is a little battle or item or unlock or whatever, right? And then um, then the day ends. So alternate things that can happen with this that you probably haven't run into is that on some of the maps, you'll run into a temple at night after you've already done combat. Nope, found that one. So sometimes you run into a temple which has a lot of different pathways that don't affect your charges that lets you run into a boss and beat the boss and get even more upgraded gear. Yep. And everything is kind of a calculated risk, too, because damage and armor damage will carry over. You don't heal after every battle, so... You just heal shields, and that's it. You heal the shields, so... um, So, I think one of the things that's saved my run more often than not is is the starting lineup that I got. Did you... Have you been defending sometimes, too? So, yeah, you... You have to calculate, like, if you cannot knock all of the damage off of, uh, you know, like, the damage dealers off of the turn, like, if you do an, uh, certain types of damage will do, like, a staggered delay, and each turn is technically, like, 60 seconds in the game, and some of the, the stagger delays go from, like, 10-second delay to, like, 45-second delay. And if you can knock them off of the end of the line, off of that 60-second timeline, that's called a break. And they won't be able to do anything until the next turn. So that basically mitigates the damage coming in this turn. But there's limits to that. So every enemy on the timeline has a number next to it. Right. So... If they've got a three next to it, you can stagger them three times, right? And so if you end up staggering them three times and that breaks them, next turn they start at zero. Right. Which means you can't stagger them at all. But so so it it does calculate that way, but it allows you to do things like even if you know, if you can stagger that thing three times, get it off of the off of the line so it doesn't attack this turn. Um but you can stagger it hard enough that it goes to like the middle of the next turn. Um, then what you could do is potentially finish that you know that enemy off, and it won't do any damage to you. Um, and it gets really difficult to manage that on like fucking tough ass bosses because you can't just like you know basically two shot them. You have to deal with the damage. So you get one of the characters unlocked that I've been using a little bit more often is. The more you can set characters on rows, you, they can't attack the back row till they kill off the front row. Right. And so, I've been. I would usually start with a little triangle, right? Front row, high armor, high shield guy, and then back row damage dealer and uh, status effect mess with dude, right? Right. Support. And as I grow, I'll get two people in the front row so that I'm not always having to heal or block with that guy. So that I can kind of bounce back and forth. Like if this guy can take some shield damage, but do a hefty amount of damage. Right. I'll risk it. And you see, you've got a good idea of what the damage is. But, it, you know, depending on how the timeline is affected with the attacks you do, changes what's going to happen on that round. Right. It's When he, Rusty says it's surprisingly deep, it is surprisingly deep. It's got 
a lot of tactic tactics to it. And on top of that, there's a whole bunch of like really cool effects. So it's like 2D on a 3D plane. A, right. Pixel art. And pixel art, but with the amount of action of like a Street Fighter game. Like a lot of sprite ghosting, a lot of fast over-the-top moves. Like blooming and, you know, a lot of different lighting effects. Like lightning actually like flashes the screen and... You know, like and real-time just, shadows on pixel art, which is crazy. It's so it, if you've played uh, Octopath Traveler, it kind of uh, it kind of looks like that. Only I'd say a little bit better. It has more colors to it. It's it's got that you know it's got some neon, some you know uh, some other colors you know in the palette, which is nice. I mean, it, it has its own look and feel everything is kind of like cyborgy and industrial or gritty and you know and that that comes through in the pixel art which is kind of interesting um have you pet the dog i i i mean i haven't gotten to a dog uh, try petting the dog i'll just i mean i haven't gotten to i haven't seen a dog uh so i mean my my initial i don't know if the if the starting party is randomized um, but I had kind of like this, uh, this rogue swashbuckler style character that, you know, basically did a lot of, you know, a lot of stagger damage, not a whole lot of damage per se, but, uh, could, you know, could, uh, kind of control certain enemies by staggering them hard. Uh, then I had an arbiter, which allowed me to basically heal shields and do AOE damage. Um, the healing shields and the stagger is the key for how far I've gotten. And then I just added DPS on top of that, uh, to, uh, you know, to do that. I have like a, like a rifleman that does like fuck loads of damage. And I have a commando now that's in the front line. And his thing is he carries two weapons. He'll attack with one of them. But the second weapon he carries allows him to do counterattacks whenever he's attacked. So he's in the front line and he can draw attacks to him. And I put a lot of fucking armor on him so that he can take a lot of damage. Um, so every time something fucking attacks, he will shoot back. And some of the enemies will have a uh, uh, have like a, a flurry attack, like a three shot burst. Where it's three hits of low damage, but it adds up to be like a normal hit. The commando is actually one of my like go to start characters now. I've unlocked him. Yeah. So you so when you get to the second world, like every new world, you get the chance of recruiting somebody else that's not currently unlocked. Yeah. Which is what happened with you. So you're able to. These are characters you unlock later as part of your standard roster. Oh well, I. I, I picked him up. I, I was, it was either that or an Aegeus, which is basically like a really, you know, beefy defender. She can reflect. And that would have been nice, but I think that the, uh, I think that the damage that I can do with the commando trumps that. Um, you think that, but I'll tell you the, the, well, we're getting deep into this. The, the short version of what I was going to say is because she reflects, she also defends at a 40% increase. Oh. So she takes almost no damage but reflects. So you, you can get things to attack her. You She is the hardcore defender. Okay. Well, and I mean. you've got to keep the commando alive. 
that's the trade off. So the so the thing with the commando is, I mean, I've got some really good armor on him, uh, which helps because of the way that you know that health damage is dealt in that game. You basically have to chew down armor, and armor basically is a straight reduction to the health damage. Uh, and if you put a lot of fucking armor on a character, they can take a lot of small hits and not take any health damage. Um, <laughs> and every time I get forceful with her, she she gets excited. Um, the uh, uh, the so so that's one bit for uh, for him, but the other bit is. Uh, uh, well, having the the counter attack with like that flurry attack, he will attack back three times. Yeah, it's nuts. I've, I've, I've gotten into the the cases where I've run into things that have an automatic Overwatch when you attack, and I know that like I ran into one that was an Overwatch with flurry, so I did the attack that also attacks back. Yeah, and so I attack, they attack, I attack, they attack. I kill off the dude that's doing Overwatch because he keeps attacking me back. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. it's It's got cool systems. Like, overall, it's I don't even think we're doing justice to it. Like, if you can watch somebody play 20 minutes of it, you'll get what we're talking about. It's super freaking addictive. And I don't know. There's not all. It's just a whole hodgepodge of genres that go together well. So... You're not going to get anywhere. She thinks no. you're playing with her. Okay. So yeah, um, it it's it's actually uh, it was a surprise because the other game that I picked up and uh, and I said, well, I, I wasn't quite in the right headspace for it. I I was, uh, I I know I'm going to play it, but I also kind of was slightly disappointed with. Uh, was uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. Re-Reckoning. you did pick it up? I did pick it up, even though the initial, like, the the initial info that hit the internet about it wasn't necessarily overly great. Um, Is it as samey as it looks? So, it is... It's disappointing in a way. Uh, and the and the reason why it's disappointing is that they had the opportunity to do uh like a Spyro reignited trilogy or uh a crash bandit uh, bandicoot you know where those games were basically the the base game but they did a lot of work to make it look you know relevant to today's standards right this is literally just like an up-res, right? This is nothing more than an up-res. Uh, and not a good one even at that. Uh, it looks like side-by-side comparisons from the original Kingdoms of Amalur to, uh, to the Re-Reckoning release. Uh, you will struggle to find differences in texture quality, uh, in lighting, it makes you wonder if they just use super sampling and just re-release. Well, I mean, it. they put super sampling in there. I mean, as a slider, you can go up to two times super sampling if that tells you anything. 
Um, so they grabbed higher res versions of the exact same textures. I think they just got the exact same textures and just started sampling them. Um, or they were able to get, uh, get like some of the original, uh, it looks exactly like the original, which is just, this tells me like <laughs> that they got the original files and just like did a, I wonder if some jackass just, on Nexus is going to take the original game uh-huh. and just pull the textures from the remake and put it on there. Well, that's the thing is, so one of the things that the re-reckoning has the ability to do now that the original didn't is that uh it will allow for mod support from what i from what i gather i haven't seen much in the way of mod support here's the thing every game allows for mod support well yeah but this one was kind of a little more unlocked what i'd like to see folder for mods what i'd like to see is i'd like to see newer textures i want to see i don't necessarily mind the character design um it's dated it feels very fable world of warcraft early days style very 2012 2012 very 2012 like it was it was okay in 2012 and i played it back then but it was you know it, it's what not I can it's, get dated is it's, it's a great game but you didn't feel like you got your 40 dollars worth well i only spent 15 because there was there was a uh, a 10 percent discount on the first day and then if you had the PC version of Kingdoms Mamlar, you got a 50% discount. So okay. I, I got it for 15 bucks. And so like for 15 bucks, basically this allows me to uh to have uh it, it does improve the monitor support and resolution support. Like they did some work on the you know on the menus. It's noticeable in that way. But as far as uh, as far as how the menus work, that's all the same as the original. So it's very dated. Nothing is nothing is an overlay. Like there's only one overlay in the game, like which is a uh, an item wheel for like using potions. But <clears throat> you don't have very granular control. Like you expect more from you know, from an RPG nowadays than say when Skyrim released first, you know, uh, the base game of Skyrim or the base game of Kingdoms of Amalur is, is just, I don't know. Dated is the only word that really even like Rhode Island's trying to make their money back. Yeah. I mean, so they got their 15 bucks from me. Um, and that's basically just so that I can give it another go. Uh, and I did fire it up. I did play with it. It does have some, you know, some new camera. I'm trying to find all of the the positive things that they changed. I can tell the, tell you that the camera's better. Not great because you still got to get stuck in the ceiling or in a wall and you still have to fight the camera. But um, it's it's got a FOV slider. Uh, you can set the distance in the camera, uh, and it kind of does make it a little more playable in, you know, on today's monitors, for instance. Um, but outside of that, I mean, if you're looking for, you know, a Spyro Reignited style, you know, uh, remaster, it's not that. It should have been, it could have been, but it didn't. 
Uh, and I felt after playing it for about 30 minutes, <clears throat> I just sat back and I said, for the first time in a while, I said, should I refund this? Because this is the cash grab. This is to uh, totally 100% like a so cash grab. So it's your $15. I mean, it's up to you with what you want to do. That's them giving the 50% <clears throat> discount with you already owning the game. Is, it's pretty nice of them to do that. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason why I said, nah, I'm not going to you know, I'm not gonna refund it. It it does. It's, it is a good game. Like, Kingdoms of Amalur is basically one of the most underrated games of 2012. Um, but it doesn't seem like it left 2012. <laughs> so, uh, take that as you will. Um, it's, it could have been better. Well, I'll tell you, um, I've been keeping up a lot with Wasteland. I did dick around with it on Xbox and on Xbox, it does blow. Um, I'm just going to say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Just it, it, the support hasn't been there. Um, mm. I will say that Fargo and company have been working their asses off and got a patch through certification. Most of the issues are in co-op, but overall, um, they have made some changes with this latest patch to help out, but it's not quite there. Okay. And we are about to experience technical difficulties. We will be right back. Well, let's take a break. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Amidst uh, tons of trolls and figuring out quick issues. Yeah. So, how was that uh, that Rick roll? Yeah, the Rick rolls are coming back hard. Oh my god! Yeah. Everybody's posting stupid stuff. You're going to click on to get Rick rolled. Well, this is this this right here. This is my internet security brain going. Meh. Vet your fucking links before you click them, dude. Like. Why are you clicking on, like, you know, libertynewspaper.com? Oh, this one looked, looked pretty legit. It That's what they're supposed I to know. look like. It's from somebody who's also you, an internet nerd. You got fished. By, that, by my buddy Kenneth. You got fished. That could have been your password. Holy shit. Vet your fucking links. Know where they're going to go before you click on them, dude. That way you know before you get rickrolled. So... Continue on where I was going before. Um, <laughs> despite a lot of the issues, right, um, I'm going to give you some tips for Wasteland 3 because I beat it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a real review. Awesome. So short <clears throat> short and sweet, Wasteland 3 is a lot like Wasteland 2, the end. No, oh, I'm just okay. kidding. Well, um, I, thought was... you, I thought the end was when you nuked everybody. No. Oh, okay. There's a lot. There's actually quite a few endings to the game. Um Besides I will tell you that IGN had a list of a few. That's not even the craziest thing. There's a couple of ways. So if you cheat at the game. Uh, it knows? Yes. Awesome. Um, you can cheat the game and kill everybody off the after the beginning of the game. So oh. there is a cheater version of the game where you start the game. 
And as soon as you get to your base of operations, you can literally kill everybody. And then there's a song, a recorded song, sung about the actions you took. Oh, wow. Okay. Every time you beat the game, there's a recorded song that goes with it. There's about like six endings. So there's six different versions of the lyrics. Okay. That are sung to you at the end about what you did. Um, and one of them is? And one of them is like you basically you basically killed everybody before the story began. And it goes on this whole like three or four minute thing uh, about you being basically screwing everything up. Um and cheating the game. It literally almost it says everything but cheating the game. Um, but yeah, you can you can cheat the game and, and go through the hacker ending is what Fargo's calling it. It's not really hacking. It's just you go in and you change the multipliers on your weapons to crit every time, essentially. Oh, yeah. And you give your guns, like, ridiculous amounts of damage. And then you just start off killing all the NPCs. You can kill everybody. Like I told you guys, I fucked up my run pretty bad. Um, but it was still enjoyable. I got what's called the chaos ending because of how I did things. Um, but anyways, um, amidst all the other bugs, if you're playing it on PC, the bugs are not the same. Um, it just was not optimized and they had to kind of wade through the optimization process with Xbox, um, and PS4. So there's a, they didn't get far enough with that. And Fargo even admitted on a tweet and a whole thing he wrote on it that said, hey, we had very focused testing on certain bugs that we used the QA team that we got from Xbox. Mm -hmm. What we failed to do is let people play naturally through the game to experience all these natural bugs like this 33% loading error. So essentially what was happening is you'd load into a new area in co-op and hang a third of the way through that load bar, and then you'd have to restart and reset your progress from the last time you guys saved. Oh, shit. Yeah. So people weren't playing it over the first couple of weeks of launch. Right, or you would save before any type of transition. And people were fucking review bombing the shit out of it on on Xbox and on Metacritic and everything else. Of course, else. because that's the, yeah, that's the fucking way to go, right? But they did respond to it, and they fixed a lot of that. Heavy eye roll. Yeah, they also went through and they basically set up like a... I don't know any other way to say it, but a mercenaries team, like giving out a physical reward for people that can find bugs so they can fix it. Oh, oh yeah. So like, like they bounty went, hunters. Yeah, they literally went the bounty hunter route for bugs. Nice. Um, with play testers, um, and the general public on uh, people they chose that that really wanted to actually give feedback. So they're basically paying the audience, um, and some very. Sp specific QA people to literally go through, recreate all the errors, and fix them. Hey, it's it's actually nice to get paid to be a beta tester sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all that aside, though, I really didn't run into any of these issues that are on there. Because I'm running on MDME, and I think a lot of it's related to slower hard drives, you've got a physical disk in PS4 and Xbox unless you basically swap out the hard drive, right? Mm, yeah. And having an NVMe, right, like that's already running. It's an older NVMe, but it's still running faster than, it's four times faster than an SSD. You know. Yeah. It's it's a pretty big fucking difference. I, and I, it. I know. I, you know, 30 second load times for me. Nothing ever hitched. I just kept playing. Everything worked fine, right? Never played co-op. Um, I will say that out loud. I just don't have anybody to co-op with, right? Mm. But all that aside, the actual game itself 
I'm going to tell you the mistakes I made. I made the mistake of not exploring everything. You can continue to just quest. And I was doing the marked side quests that I was getting. But what I realized towards the end of the game is that you can get a lot more quests from just exploring the map. It's got a natural progression gate. Basically, you can upgrade your Yukon, which is your truck, three different times. Uh-huh. And when you upgrade it, the different body or chassis upgrades block a certain amount of radiation that's out there. And there's different areas of the map that are gated by radiation levels, essentially. So if you start taking radiation damage, you're in a place that you haven't gotten the funds or the unlock on your truck to get to. But you should just try to explore the area as much as possible, because I ran into probably 30 different areas of things that I didn't explore because I was just following the quest tree, essentially. Gotcha. So if you if you just follow a linear path, which this game, you know, the the wasteland games really don't. It's kind of, uh, it, it's it's kind of different in that way. The original one was kind of the same. If you could pick up on certain cues, like uh, on Wasteland Two, it was the radio. Uh, if you listened to the the radio broadcasts, uh, some of the like the, um, the dispatch and the news that you could get on the radio kind of, you know, hinted at and told the story of some of the places that you need to go to or, uh, or some of the people who need help. It does that too, but it only, it only cues that track uh-huh. when you're close enough to those areas. Right. And and it was kind of, that, that was the thing you could either have, uh, you could either have like the scanner on or you could have the game music on. Uh, in Wasteland 2. And I haven't played Wasteland 3 yet. I've it, been pl- it mixes both. You've got a couple of different DJs that are playing different tunes. Gotcha. And then your radio interrupts that sometimes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because it used to be like you'd, you'd normally, uh, you could turn that completely off and just have the, the static of the radio. And you could, as you get closer, the the broadcast would kind of fade into the static, like you were getting closer to the signal. Um the uh yeah so that that kind of thing is uh, was kind of neat and allowed you to you know, to find some of the off the path hidden shit uh you know i i remember a couple of them that were like that i think so pc game pass in its current beta form doesn't have a good way of tracking how many hours you put into it i played it for 10 days straight i mean there's there's that so and i figure i put about 45 hours into this campaign uh, uh, which is pretty hefty, even though I, I apparently skipped quite a bit of shit um, and got some fairly overpowered characters. If you've played these games before, I'd say bump it up to the third level of difficulty at least. Because my gameplay, when I got to the final chapter, essentially, um, I was just, I was annihilating just everything. Just mowing two, through fools. I was mowing through shit in two rounds. Yeah. I, I had too perfect of a setup, and I wasn't. there wasn't a lot that was knocking me down. But... All that aside, I mean, I was playing it for 10 days straight. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I yeah. wasn't getting... I was only sad that I finished, and I even asked the guys on our little group. I was like, hey, should I just play again? And you were like, wait for a couple patches and then play, and that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait maybe the week that I decide to take off. Um, yeah. Because I was talking to the guys about that. Uh, probably here in about three weeks, I'm probably going to take some time off. Probably am going to take some time off. Maybe some of that'll be wasteland. Yeah, 
It, it just makes uh, more sense to uh, to wait for wait for a couple of patch passes. They might fix some of the you know issues or rebalance some things to make it harder or um, you know or add some additional challenge. Because one of the things that I saw online, because and I haven't really spoiled anything for myself, uh, but one of the things I saw online was that the the easier difficulties like easy and normal i guess um are too easy uh where easy is like laughably stupid easy uh where you could basically face roll a controller and you probably won't die um the uh so i'll I'll say too um depending on the ending you want Make sure you have a character with high social skills, because I also didn't have that. I mean, that's kind of a given on these. You know, I I have somebody that has, you know, uh, smart ass or fucking hard ass or whatever the, you know, I I had. Huh? Those are the two? Yeah, hard ass and smart ass. Hard ass and smart ass. I normally had either one character that had smart ass and the other, another character that had hard ass. So I had a good cop, bad cop, um, like literally. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of basic I, for an RPG. I think by the end you can take three skills and max them out totally. Yeah, per character, three total skills with the amount of skill points you get, and max you know those types of skills right, like sniper rifle. It could be sniper rifle, explosives, lock picking, right? Right. So you pick a weapon skill. You shouldn't multi-weapon your characters. No. Um, I'm just going to tell you that as just well. get a rifle for the rifleman, get a sniper rifle for the sniper, and, you know, and a shotgun for the fucking, like, close-range guy and go to town. Well, it does some other things that it does better than the other game. So the other game basically had, like, a physician and a first-aid skill. The first-aid skill covers all of that. It has a automatic weapons... Um, skill and and a small arm skill before. Small arms covers pistols and shotguns. Automatic weapons covers Uzis and SMGs and automatic and uh, assault rifles. Mm-hmm. Heavy weapons covers flamethrowers, heavy machine guns. Yeah. Explosives covers grenades and rockets, right? Right. Um, the only time I multi-class... So explosives, though, is one of those things that's a lot of multi-use. Right. So... I had a character with max explosives that also had max lockpick and max brawling. Yeah. So brawling sucks for the first five levels, I'm going to say that. But as you level it up, it takes way less action points, and you can move somebody up and get a hell of a lot of hits in. So yeah. it turns into that kind of like DPS character. Nice. I um, I, I will be playing it. Um, that is one of the things that's kind of in the, you know, in the log. Uh, I kind of wanted to get through my computer build before I start anything that has save files and long fucking plays because, uh, well, shit happens when you do things like uh, computer build, like, you know, accidentally formatting the wrong hard drive, for instance. Uh, And I don't want to be, you know, 20 or 30 hours into a game and fucking, you know, lose it, right? So... I'm actually almost at the point where I think I'm going to move all my games to one of the other SSDs and then just reinstall Windows again. That's kind of the reason why I, you know, when I did my computer build, I said, I, I said, 
Oh, uh, one NVMe drive will be fine. Like the standard setup is one NVMe drive for your boot drive and a storage drive for you know games, f- photos, music, whatever. Right. Uh, and then I said, you know what? Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go ahead and just get me another NVMe drive, and I'm going to put just games on it. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna map my Steam folder right to that that drive, and that will allow me to keep my game files uh, and keep the you know get the clutter off of you know off of the the main hard drive, uh, and allow me to do formats and whatnot and just kind of do like windows refreshes and not worry about losing my games so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of switch gears for a second sure um we still are kind of up in the air with some of the nvidia news yeah uh i mean i i have probably consumed a lot of detail about that you're getting so why don't we just to kind of wrap up what we got, because I didn't see actual game news for the most part. I mean, there's there's a couple things like you know the you know uh, EA Play coming to Game Pass. Game Pass is actually going to go up in price to I think it's fifteen dollars for the ultimate, which is I think is what I'm paying right now anyway. So it's not really going to change for me. I don't think. I guess we'll find that out together. But EA Play, you know, coming together, you know, coming onto the, you know, Xbox Game Pass is nice because... Because yeah, then I can try out Anthem when it's finished again and yeah, see if it's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that exactly that. Um, and does that mean that we'll get Dragon Age? Uh, we might get Dragon Age Inquisition. And I'm not sure if it's going to be... The new normally, Dragon Age? Normally EA's pl- EA Play is not, like, their premier service. So you get, like... You older get stuff. the older stuff. It's not going to be, you know, release day like Xbox Game Passes. They probably just wanted some of that Game Pass money. I'm sure that there was there was some kind of uh, kickback. If it was EA, I mean, it's got to have money involved, right? I, w- <laughs> I really wonder if there's a way I can get rid of EA Pass and still have Game Pass. Well, I mean, like I said, most of what people pay for is their, is their premier service with uh, – uh, with EA's service, so I I picked it up to play a specific game on the cheap, and then I would drop it one month later because I'm a, I'm not going to pay EA full price for some of their games, especially if it's kind of like Anthem. Um, yeah, so that that was one of the things that i saw uh gamestop's closing another 450 stores uh yeah the one around the corner i haven't been to in 8 months yeah uh after they decided to try to do the uh the whole like experience thing instead well, of having a store that's actually not everywhere that's literally just here well i don't think it's flying and well none of us give a shit about it and they tried to do the whole uh, EA or EA uh, esports thing in a place, right? That experience situation, and then, and then they couldn't have their doors open, right? Yeah, like they just keep it's like mistake after mistake after mistake. Well, it kind of uh, you know the the whole human malware thing happened, and uh, that's uh, that that's that's what they're they're calling the pandemic is human malware. Um, oh wow! <laughs> uh, so. 
that is uh that happened that closed you know that closed a lot of store fronts you know in general so yeah i i knew gamestop was kind of dying you know f- fucking years ago uh brick and mortar took a big hit this year this this year sucked for all of it um but honestly i haven't been to a gamestop in fuck uh Maybe a year and a half. Jason, when was the last time you went to a GameStop? Shit. Other than just to see whether or not location had something specific, like actually going in there seriously by like three years ago. Three years. Jesus. Yeah. See, I mean, I've got away from it. But just because there hasn't been a lot of console exclusive stuff that I wanted, and now you know the the two games that I got, um, I ordered on Amazon and just let it ship to me. Right. Yeah. It was with Amazon and digital delivery. There's really no reason for me to actually go to you know. Go I'm to not. The... I'm not into release date gaming as much as I used to be. Yeah. And if and... it's release date, I'm getting it digital anyway. You know. That's 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 another thing. I mean. I've actually finally got to the point where I hate managing my library, well, my physical library. Uh, oh, physical library. Well, yeah, I can understand that considering, you know, you, you've got like a fucking wood chipper for a fucking pet. So, <laughs> yeah, I have a chewed up section of my library in my room right now. So it's my bedroom. Yeah. I moved it out of the living room to the bedroom because of the human or the the, the wood chipper, the wood chipper over here. He's yeah. just snoozing finally. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. I, so but, to you know, to get back to the the Nvidia thing, um. Yeah, it's it's no secret the reason why I'm doing the upgrade and you know consented to do this upgrade is I'm going to be getting. A new card, you know the uh, the the deals right now are well. As of the time of this recording, it hasn't released yet, uh, so I don't have a card in hand. And I've seen the designs for just about every company that makes card, you know, like aftermarket cards or partner cards. And I saw the uh, the unboxing reveal of the you know, NVIDIA uh, founders card. Uh, And I got to say, I mean, we have no specs. There's no official specs. There's some leaks online that I'm just going to kind of wait on because I don't trust the source. Uh, But the the looks of these cards pretty much universally uh, suck. (laughs) They just... They don't have very good uh, aesthetics to them. Like EVGA lost me with lipstick red. Uh, they put lipstick red on their fucking, you know, on their card and it clashes with literally everything in my case. Uh, you know, because I, you know, my case and my build, I come up with a name for every one of them. This one's going to be War Machine because it is silver and black. I'm going to do, you know, silver, black, and, you know, and carbon or gunmetal. So I'm going to be, yeah, and it's going to have orange accents to it. So it'll have kind of like that war machine, like glowing gun barrel uh, feel to it, right? 
I, I'll I'll post some pictures once I'm done with it. I, it's gonna take some. It's gonna take some time. I don't have all the parts yet, but um, that means that the card that I get, I'm I'm gonna have to control the amount of RGB I get and where that RGB is, and the overall looks of the card. I think depending on who you are, I've gotten away from wanting all the RGB. Well, I mean, I have... The closest I get to is black and red, and I'm perfectly okay with a little bit of the red. The the RGB that I have, sure, it can turn into rainbow puke, but what I, what I really wanted to do with it is... <laughs> um, what I wanted to do with it was to be able to light up the inside of the case. Like, the, the case that I got, the uh, 011 Dynamic XL, is a big glass front case... And it's got a, you know, it looks like a fucking fish tank. You know, it's it's fucking huge. Um, and it's to show off all the parts inside the case. So I want to have, and it's the the case uh, the case glass is tinted. Uh, from the pictures, it's literally in a box in my living room right now because I haven't been able to unbox it because I came directly here. Um, so yeah, I I kind of want to get back to it, but please, you know, you're gonna have that case. Doing like the squatty potty commercial. Nah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be rainbow puke. I, I, I can't. I can't deal with it. It's distraction in the in my peripheral. I can't fucking deal with that. I can probably. Uh, so one of the things that I'm gonna do with it is I'm gonna, sure, I'm gonna test it with rainbow puke, right? Just to kind of get the idea of what kind of colors I can get out of it. But I'm probably gonna have it dimmed down to like a, a soft gray, you know. Uh, that way, soft gray and probably breathing, because the soft gray and tinted glass is just going to light up the internals just enough to be able to to see the build and how you know and the quality, and I can turn up the brightness, turn it up and down on uh, on the controller that I have. So it's going to be nice, but the centerpiece of the machine is going to be the the 3000 series card and that card can't have lipstick red on it it just can't um so i can't go evga this year or this time on this generation because they decided that lipstick red had to be on every single one of their cards fuck you i'm not gonna do that so the card that i'm looking at uh is the 3080 that I'm I'm starting to lean more towards the 3080 than the 3090, though it's going to be based on availability because I'm not opposed to getting a 3090 if that's all I can get. Um, the uh, but the news and the reports are that mystery skew, that mystery skew is leaning more towards like a 3060 uh, card. And that 3060 card, based off of rumors, now this is not like official or anything, nothing has come out just yet for it, but that Mystery Skew 3060 card is supposed to be still power, as powerful, as powerful, not more, but as powerful as a 2080 Ti for like a quarter or, a you know, or less of the price. So what they're trying to do <clears throat> is they're trying to get everybody to uh, to kind of forget about the 2000 series cards because they're overpriced right now. Yeah. And it gives people more of an upgrade path to be able to play 1440p gaming 
on on these cards. I mean, the 28 Ti is a, still a beast of a card for games these days, and it'll probably be good, you know, good for a while. You know, good probably another three years. So I don't really see a lot of other gaming news this week, but next week I want you guys kind of look at. We'll be next week. I'm sure we'll be a little bit more involved as me and Rusty will be setting up a new rig. And probably have a little bit more experience with some more things. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna, sp- I'm going to be spending some time over the next week or so doing the build. Uh, so I'll be able to at least throw some pictures up of the preliminary. Uh, I won't have everything just the way I want it because I've got some ideas. I'm even probably going to change out my fans. Then, you know, the fans that are currently still sitting in retail boxes right now in my living room. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to change them out to the uh, the Lee and Lee fans if I can get them. Because they're, they're fucking, like, they fit the build perfectly. Um, those are the more colorful fans. No, no, no. The Lee and Lee fans. Uh, I'll show you some, uh, some pictures. These are the uh, Lee and Lee Uni fans. These fans... You know those uh, those little desk things that you can get, uh, those little desk toys that are like blocks that have little metal pegs on them and you stack them and you can kind of see this LED, this little LCD screen monster kind of climb the blocks? Yeah. These run off of a similar situation but for fans. So they kind of slide lock together and they have pin and pad uh, connectors between the two. So you don't have – Cables running between fans, the fans are connected together in a block. So, and they look cool and they're angular and they're, uh, and they are, they just look really fucking great. They have uh, uh, brushed aluminum sides to them. So they spent some time looking into the aesthetics of the, uh, of how they're going to look in a case. It's, it'd be perfect. It'd just be perfect. So when you get finished with the build, um, you ought to do some pictures on the tw- on on the Twitter on the on the on tweets the, on, on the official. Oh, for sure, uh, for sure. Once I get you know, once I get everything, because I've got those those fans. Kind of you know, I'm watching those fans to see when they're available. They haven't released or they're not available yet. Uh, probably next week sometime, uh, and then uh, as soon as I figure out what card I'm going to get. That will tell me what cables I'm going to need. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get sleeved cables for my system. So I will have sleeved power supply cables going into everything so it'll look really sharp. That I, I, I want this to be a showcase. This is going to be my machine for probably the next five years. So I want it to be a showcase. So I think are we about at the end of the show for this week? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm good. Jason, you good? Jason's asleep. Yeah, over I'm there. good. Okay. <laughs> so no, Jason, I had to grab my mic. Jason, where can you find us? Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com/tiltcast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com/realtiltcast, and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. We've got Cabbage, um, KBG, Cabbage. We've got. NoQuarters.net. We've got Picking Up the Pixels or Pupcast. 
We have um, bmfcast.com. We have, um, fuck, mine's in a different place. Oh, my God. And we have tvgp.tv. They're like Elite Dangerous. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.